Wilkinson, and this is Ebbs and Flows, a podcast about the ups and downs, the gives and takes, the ins and outs, the highs and lows, the twos and fros, the comings and goings, basically the ups and flows of life. Please join me every other Monday for a new episode. Today's episode is titled A Conversation on My 20s because I recently just turned 29. I'm entering the last year of my 20s. It's been a great decade. But I did just want to take some time to reflect. My birthday was about two weeks ago, and I haven't really spent much time reflecting on the past near decade, so I wanted to do that today. Before I get into it, I did just want to say that my 20s have had an overarching theme of sadness. There's been a lot of sadness in my 20s, and there's also been a lot of really great moments. I mean, I got married, I had a baby, like, those are really great moments, graduating college and stuff, but... The main thing that has happened in my 20s has been sadness, a lot of sadness. From 20 to 25, I was dealing with my sister, and then from 25 to now, I'm dealing with everything that's going on with my mom, which will be in a later episode. So it has been, it's been a really challenging decade for me. Um, The nice thing about your 20s, though, is you enter it as one person, you exit it as a completely different person. If I were to look back at who I was at 20 and just talk to that person, I would just be completely blown away at how much I've changed Um, politically, uh, spiritually, just in general. So, my 20s. Here we go. I turned 20 in September of 2011, and my brain kind of works in school years. I am a teacher, but also my birthday falls in September right after the school year starts, so I just think of my birthday in terms of school years. So I'm going to be starting with 2011. In September of 2011, I turned 20 years old. I was a junior in college, and this semester was a really great one. I had the hardest year by far of college, or the hardest semester, I would say, of school so far. I was taking 22 credit hours, I think, or 21. I was taking eight classes. I had three labs. I was always running around trying to get things done. I was also working out like crazy. My friend and I would work out two two to four hours a day, honestly, in the evenings after classes. And we would go running. We'd go swimming. We'd go lifting. We would do all of those things, and... It was a lot, but I actually really enjoyed it. Um, I was eating really healthy. I felt really good at just about who I was as a person. Uh, and it, I made the dean's list that semester. <laughs> so only time in college I made the dean's list because I didn't necessarily push myself as hard as I could have academically. Which, looking back now, I'm like, why didn't I push myself more? But, I mean, when you're in the midst of it, you don't have the 2020 hindsight. So, yeah, but... That was a good semester, and then, you know, I lived alone on campus. I shared a Jack and Jill bathroom with my RA, which was probably the worst thing ever, only because it's not what you think. It's more that I'm a frequent person that has to get up in the middle of the night to use the restroom. My RA seemed to be a person that liked to shower for an hour or two in the middle of the night, so often I'd get up at 2 or 3 in the morning to use the restroom, and my RA would be showering, and I couldn't use the bathroom. It was miserable, but eventually we moved past it when I moved out (laughs) the following spring. So that was the fall semester and the spring semester of 2012. Everything was fine. I genuinely don't remember much that happened that year in that spring. Um, I know I had good friends. I know I had good fun. Junior year was my favorite year of college out of all four of them. Um, But as I finished up that school year and I moved back home, because what else am I going to do? I was home one night and 
it was like 7.45 on a Sunday evening, and I got a phone call, and it was a, an uh, unknown number, so I just didn't answer it, and I had a text from my dad, maybe 10 minutes later, he said, call me, and I called him, and he's like, your mom's in the hospital, I'm on my way home, you need to get home, and I was like, what? I was just sitting on my bed reading, not answering my phone, which I found out later to be, was like a good Samaritan helping out my mom. Um, I didn't know that at the time, but yeah, my mom had actually been riding her bike in the neighborhood, like two neighborhoods over from ours, and she got hit by a car while on her bike. And I drove to the nearest hospital, and it's like two minutes up the road from our house. They're like, We don't have your mom. I was like, What do you mean you don't have my mom? She's trauma. This is the emergency room. They're like, Oh, if it's trauma, she's gonna be at the new hospital, which is like another five, ten minutes on the road. So I drove to that hospital, and I got in there, and 20-year-old me did not know what to expect. I still, looking back, have no idea how I got through that, seeing your mom just in, like, shock and pain. And my mom can't hear without her hearing aids, and she didn't have her hearing aids in, and she didn't know what was going on, and she was disoriented, and she couldn't move her neck. Her neck was hurting. She kept shouting, my neck, my neck, but they didn't understand. And it was just a very traumatic experience looking back at it now. But she ended up breaking, like, two or three of the vertebrae in her c-spine and having like god i can't even remember i don't i don't know um she had to wear one of those neck things with like the four poles in the corner to like help keep her neck stable for a long time i remember that um a few weeks after she got hit by the car i actually had broken my foot uh, when I was at a friend's house, wasn't doing anything crazy, just landed on it wrong and broke a bone in my metatarsal on my left foot. And that was painful. And that just leads to, I was in a boot like for a few weeks for that. And that leads to the favorite part of my 20th year of life, which was when I moved to Maine um, in my boot. And I called camp and I was like, can I still come even though I broke my foot? They're like, can you still do stuff? I said, yes. And they said, okay, that's fine. Come on out. It'll be fine. Um, so picture me and my broken foot and my boot and my mom with her broken neck and her neck thing. I don't know what they're called. Uh, going into the airport and <laughs> looking like a hot mess as they walked me to the gate to leave. So my parents dropped me off at the, I think it was the Detroit airport. They took me up to Detroit and I flew from there out to Portland, but that is just a moment that still makes me laugh when I look back on it. But yeah, so I flew to Maine in summer of 2012, 20 years old by myself. I worked at a sleepaway camp that summer, so I was there for about two and a half, three months. It was great. I taught darkroom photography, swimming, and water skiing. And I met one of my best friends there. I met some of my other really good friends there. It was a really great experience. I don't remember much that happened that summer. I was still kind of dealing with things with my mom. And this was the first time I've been alone this far away from home. Because college, I was only an hour and a half away, so I could easily go home any weekend I wanted. But being in Maine, I was it's like a 15, 20-hour drive from Indiana. And I did not know that that summer was going to be as life-changing as it was. Because I fell in love with the state of Maine, um, the craggy rocks, the salty air, I'm a cliche, but it's fine, um, so yeah, I was there for, until August, and then I came home for my senior year of college, which takes me into my 21st year of life, 
And so in September of 2012, I turned 21. Woo, right? Um, <laughs> I was a senior in college. I was living with my two best guy friends. And we had a house we rented together. I had the tiniest room because they're both like over six feet tall. And I was in this tiny room that had these really slope weird ceilings. And I was fine with it because they were so tall they wouldn't have been able to fit in the room appropriately. But um, yeah, I loved living there. They were the best roommates I could have had my senior year. They're the, the best people I know still. And right after my birthday of turning 21 was when my sister was diagnosed with cancer. So I had had my mom's car accident in the spring. And then in the fall, my sister was diagnosed with cervical cancer. I did talk about that in my first episode where my dad and I sat down and just talked about how we're dealing with life in the after, but it was just a lot of shock, a lot of disbelief. And I tend to just kind of not lean into my grief and things like I should, but I'm not the only person that does that, I know. But I was very traumatized by that. I, I pushed a lot of it to the side and threw myself into school because I had student teaching coming up in the fall. I was finishing up or in the spring, and I was just trying to have a good time enjoying my senior year of college. Again, nothing notable from that year, really, like from that fall, other than my sister and turning 21. Um, so I then... In the spring of 2013, still 21 years old, I had seen teaching. That was a cluster. I don't even, I look back, I'm now eight years into teaching, and I look back to the memories I have from student teaching. I was just like, what was I doing? But I'm pretty sure every student teacher thinks that they're doing stuff right, and then you look back and you just completely cringe because you have no idea what you're doing. And it's a great learning experience. I had a really great teacher. Um, had a great principal when I was student teaching like I was at a really great school the students were really guys like nice it was all just a really good time I just didn't know what I was doing I still kind of don't know what I'm doing but I like to think I know a little bit more about what I'm doing um but yeah and then May of 2013 came around and I graduated college I was 21 years old graduated with a bachelor's uh bachelor of arts degree in earth-based science education with a minor in environmental geology and yeah, <laughs> that was great. That fall, that summer though, summer of 2013 was again, one of the best summers of my life because I spent my summer in Maine when I was not in Indiana dealing with the crap in Indiana. I was in Maine teaching darkroom photography and swimming again at the same camp. My really good friend came back to camp with me that summer and we had a great time. It was such a good summer. And that summer I actually met my future husband did not know he was going to be my future husband when I met him but I talked with him in the last episode just about our relationship but yeah we met in Maine one of my very last nights at camp my really good friend she took me out to this Mexican restaurant and was like I met these really cool guys at our archery competition you need to come out and just like hang out so I did and I ended up meeting Luke and yeah so yeah, met my husband. Well, future husband. I didn't know he was going to be at that time, but yeah. So that was right before I turned 22. So turning 22, I was, this is September of 2013. So I graduated college uh, in the spring. I moved to Maine and then I was back in the fall in my first teaching job at a Title I school. 
in my hometown and it was the first job I got and uh, I think it was the only job I interviewed for actually and like the only teaching job I'd interviewed for and I got it and I had no idea what to expect going in I was confident I was like I could do student teaching I can do anything but let me tell you ladies and gentlemen title one schools are challenging um I learned a lot that year I that whole school year from 2013 to 2014 I changed so much as a person I got to know Luke a lot better I traveled internationally the first time for my spring break that school year I went to England to visit Luke we had our long distance relationship that whole school year not much happened that year so I don't really think back on it too much it it wasn't too notable and so when I turned 23 which was in September of 2014 I moved to Thailand and literally everyone in my life was like what are you doing and I was like I don't know but I'm figuring out as I go and and that ended up being a really good experience it was a really really hard I thought being in Maine was hard being away from home in Maine you know same country but being in Thailand a 12 hour time difference that was really hard but I had Luke and he got to know each other really well and my sister still wasn't doing well but I tried to just enjoy my time that was a lot of my early 20s was things weren't going well but I still tried to make the best of what I could because (laughs) what else can you do honestly so moved to Thailand. I taught English to eight four-year-olds in Anuban uh, kindergarten over there. It was great. I learned a lot of Thai. I ate a lot of rice. I ate a lot of fried bananas, a lot of toasties from 7-Eleven. And looking back on it now, I would never do that again because I still don't know how I even got through that experience being thrown completely into just a place where I don't know anyone except Luke and with all these other people and taking the course and being there and it was just it was crazy the only thing that got me through that experience besides Luke was every Friday night we would go out for pizza and french fries at this one little restaurant and that helped I I looked forward to that every single week but 24 no I was 23 yeah 23 that was a good year um I moved home in April of 20, what, 2015? Yeah, 2015. And then I went and saw Luke that summer. Well, actually, before I went and saw Luke, I landed a teaching job up near my sister where she lives. So I um, took that job. And then I had that whole summer before school started. So I was still 23. And that summer, I actually went to visit Luke for a good, like, six weeks, I would think. And we actually ended up getting engaged that summer and that was crazy we were in Rome Luke proposed I said yes we'd only known each other really like two years at that point but it just felt right so we did it I then turned 24 about two months later so this is September of 2015 I started my teaching job that the school that I'm currently at I'm at year six at this school right now and again had no idea what was what I was doing um, still don't, but I have more of an idea now than I did then, and I met one of my really good friends, Courtney, she was in my second episode, where we, she actually left me to go teach in England, but it's fine, I'm not mad at her, she's having the time of her life, and I met her that year, we got on really well, I was actually living with my sister this year, 
this school year, which was really good in hindsight. Um, Lisa and I never really got, it's not that we didn't get along when we were younger. There was just a five-year age gap, and we were just never close. My siblings and I just aren't close at all, which is fine. Um, but I got to know my sister a lot better, and I think it was good. It was a good experience. Um, I'm glad I did that. At some point, too, I went to Mexico with my sister. I think that was in 2015. Yeah, I think that was in the fall of 2015. I know this isn't the most order. I'm just kind of sitting here thinking about all the the things I've done and the people I've been with. But I did end up going to Mexico with my sister in fall of 2015. And then in summer of 2016, that was when, yeah, Luke had his first summer at the lake. Luke came over. Luke and I got married. Our first wedding was in June because we got married at the courthouse. And then in August of that year, we actually had a ceremony with all my friends and family and his mom and sister and nephew and now brother-in-law. Um, that was a really nice ceremony. I'm glad we had the two weddings. And that takes me into 25. I turned 25 in 2016, September 2016. And Luke and I had just got back from our honeymoon. We went to Yellowstone. I turned 25 and I was starting my second school year at the school I'm at right now and nothing notable. It's just another day at school, another year at school. Um, That spring of 2017, yeah, that, that, that spring semester of 2017, I actually went to Thailand with my sister for a week and her friend. And we had a really good time. Um, it was hard because there seemed to be this overarching theme of my sister was just really sick. And couldn't do a lot on that trip. We did one one thing a day, whether it was like going to the aquarium or going out to a restaurant. And... She traveled 12 hours on a plane, and I remember the flight over. We flew from Chicago to Tokyo, and she was in so much pain from her meth tubes and her kidneys that I was worried that something was going to go wrong, and she was going to end up in the hospital in Japan, but she made it through somehow, and we were there for a week, and it was a really great time. We ate a lot of rice, we ate a lot of fried bananas, we saw some things that I hadn't seen from my year I was in Thailand, and I'm so glad I had that experience with her, even though I know she wasn't feeling the best, but uh, after that, I came home, I was teaching until spring break, that spring break I went on what is still by far one of the most memorable trips I've embarked on, which was I went to the Faroe Islands with my best friend and another one of my good friends. And we spent the week, we went from Copenhagen to the Faroe Islands, and we were in the Faroes for five days, I think, and then back to Copenhagen. And genuinely, like, words cannot describe that trip and what it did for me, and I still think back to that trip at least once a day. And I can't wait to go there again one day with her, my best friend, Erin can't wait to go back one day um 
Yeah, that trip is remarkable. I would highly recommend anyone if you're looking for a place to go. Which of the Faroe Islands? Actually, no, don't go because I don't want people to go. But you should really go. Just look it up. It's probably one of the most stunning countries I've been to. And I haven't even I haven't been to that many countries, but it's still, I think, top of my list. Um, yeah, so that was spring break of 2017. Moving into the summer. Not much happened. Luke and I just had another summer at the lake, a lot of relaxing, and um, that summer, I hit my first year wedding anniversary with my husband. That was great. We made it through the honeymoon year, still going strong. That was a really good first year of marriage, and I ended the year turning 25 with my mom being diagnosed with a neurodegenerative disease called... Uh, multiple system atrophy or MSA type P or Parkinsonism and and mm, <laughs> I don't really want to talk too much about that because I am going to be talking to my dad about it in a future episode but that was hard um, more sadness <laughs> I did make it through a year of marriage getting married was awesome the Faroes was awesome all of those things were just just amazing things, but again, the overarching theme has just been sadness so far. And that takes me to turning 26, which was, what, 2017? September of 2017, another school year, 2017 to 2018, my third year at my school. Again, nothing really notable, just living the life, going to school, going home, doing schoolwork, answering emails, grades preparing lessons, all that stuff. And the only thing I really remember from that year, is, I actually don't even remember much from that school year, um, because my sister died that school year, and that, and so that whole year is very blurry. She actually died a month, uh, no, two weeks after my birthday, um, to the day, two weeks after my birthday, and I had just turned 26 and had a dead sister, and I honestly didn't really know what was going on. Um, burying your sister at 26 is hard. Seeing your parents fall apart at 26 is hard. And that moment kind of marked a before and after in my life, like the before Lisa and after Lisa. And so... Yeah, that was by uh, one of the worst things I've gone through, and I don't wish that on anyone. But we have no choice. Well, we have two choices, really, when something like that happens. You either move on or you don't. And so I chose to move on because you kind of have to. And I ended up that school year, so that was October 2017. I finished up my third year at school. Nothing notable happened other than I hit, had my two-year wedding anniversary. And then I actually went on the Europe trip with my school. I was one of the chaperones, and that was another amazing experience. We went to Germany, Austria, Italy, and Switzerland. Well, that was such an amazing experience. My school does a Europe trip every other year, and I was lucky to be chosen to be a chaperone. And... um. Like I said, I saw the Swiss Alps for the first time, and Germany is absolutely beautiful. I didn't, I mean, I knew it was, but seeing it in person 
god, it's so cool. Can't wait to go back again one day. So after the Europe trip with school, I flew, like I was saying, I flew up to England, and my husband Luke flew over, and we met up in the Lake District, which is one of his favorite places in the world. And we were there for two or three days, and I got to see where he went to uni, and I got to experience some of the things that really bring him joy. And we hiked some mountains, and that was a really cool experience, too. Glad I did that. After that, his sister got married. We were there for that, and then we flew home. And that takes me to turning 27. This was in 2018, September 2018. I actually had my birthday, and I was found out I was pregnant. And that was the worst experience because I remember waking up on my birthday with morning sickness peeking into the toilet and I think back to that and I don't know how I got through that but yeah so I was in my fourth school year teaching and I was 20 what 27 and I was pregnant for the first time and I mean just getting through I every morning at school during the first trimester I was eating a everything bagel with about an inch of butter on it because that's all I could stomach and I ate those religiously until then I got sick of them and to this day they make me nauseous yeah so that was the fall of 2018 yeah fall of 2018 like I said I was pregnant and then moved into the third nine weeks of school in the spring of 2019 and just was working through being pregnant and teaching and managing all of that. That was hard, but um, I did get through it. And that took me up to April of 2019. That is when I had the baby. So I stopped working school at spring break. And I had the baby like three weeks later. Those last three weeks of being pregnant were just you couldn't write it I was 40 weeks pregnant she came the baby came a week late and I had had a UTI and two kidney stones at the same time so I was in in and out of hot baths like three or four times a day I was on a heating pad most of the day I was sleeping most of the day just sitting watching tv popping aspirin because that's all you can take and it not doing anything and just drinking so much water so I was getting up and in the bathroom all the time and just that was a miserable experience plus I was 40 weeks pregnant and all I wanted to do was to get the baby out because she was losing room in there but um she came out fine I had an epidural at the hospital she was born late April best thing that ever happened to me um my husband and I absolutely love her so that was April of 2019 and then as we move into that summer of my 27th year of life um we just had a relaxing summer with a newborn and a lot of nursing, a lot of sleepless nights, but that was a really great year. Um, it was nice to have something positive after all the negative that I've experienced for the past like five or six years of my 20s. Um, after that, I turned 28. This was in 2019. I turned 28. It was my fifth year at the school that I'm at. Um, nothing that fall really stuck with me. I don't really remember much of 
could fall a year ago, um, other than just being a mom and a full-time teacher and full-time wife, all of those things. And spring came around. We made it to baby's first birthday. Had to cancel the birthday party, though, because of freaking... <laughs> there was an epidemic, <laughs> pandemic. Um, yeah, so quarantine from March until the end of the year. I was home with the baby. I was also doing virtual learning at school. That was a really hard five months, just being home, not being able to go anywhere. We went to the park, like, every day. I'd post my lesson in the morning, and then I would just go do stuff with the baby, and I would just answer emails. And I was probably not the best teacher, but there was only so much I could do with having a oh, 10-month, 11, 9, you know, 12-month-old. Because they can't just sit and entertain themselves. It's not like with a newborn. You can just put them in a wrap on your chest and you're good to go but she she uh, oh that was a hard time and just dealing with the mental health aspect of during the pandemic you know i'm sure everyone's starting to feel it now because it's what month seven month six i don't even know of still dealing with stars kobe two in the in the states and and the mess that it has been and that takes me back to this summer of 2020, and it was by far one of my favorite summers in recent memory. Um, it was the baby's first summer that she could actually do things, walk around and go in the water and on the boat. We did that so much, and my husband and I went skiing. He was skiing all the time. I skied twice, I think, but he was seeing him ski every weekend, and we went sailing two weekends, and... It was just a really good summer, and um, Luke just kept saying to me, like, make it a good summer, make it a good summer, it might be our last one here, and so I did, I made it a great summer, and we had a really good time, and that that's my 20s, <laughs> I turned 29, like I said, two weeks ago, don't have much to report other than I had a great birthday, we went to... Where did we go? We went to the beach and just walked around with the baby and I got some photos and we then went to this winery, my favorite winery, and we got a bottle of wine and sandwiches to go and ate some food at the park and it was a really great day. Um, it was simple, but I'm starting to like the simple things more now as I get older. And here we are. Current Jamie is in her sixth year at her current school, and not much is new. So, here's to 29. Thanks for listening. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk that's not a TED Talk. If you made it this far, give yourself a pat on the back because you just listened to me ramble about the past nine years of my life. And if you skipped around, that's totally fine because this feels like quite a narcissistic episode but it's fine i just wanted to reflect so have a great rest of your monday and uh you'll hear again from me in two weeks bye